Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning into this hump day pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for us to recognize our star power and try to navigate and change the world together. Today is another opportunity for us to do amazing things. And why not? Why can't we say to ourselves, yes, I can? Why can't we have good positive vibes for who we are, who we're becoming, and who we're supposed to be? Why can't we love the reflection in our mirror? When we look into any mirror, regardless if it's our phone, pocket mirror, the mirror in the bathroom, the mirror in your car, the mirror on the wall, wherever the mirror is, when you look at your reflection in it, why don't you love the, your reflection? Why aren't you looking at your reflection, your reflection saying, I can do this. I believe in myself. I got this. If you believe that, then there is nothing you can't do. Again, I want to inspire you. I want to encourage you. And I want to ignite the fire within you for you to chase your goals, for you to chase your dreams, and for you to be everything you're supposed to be and more. Why not? Today is that day. When you look in the mirror, when you look at your reflection, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can. You can do anything you put your mind to. Yes, you can. You can stop being in a bad situation or a bad relationship or a bad predicament. (coughs) (coughs) Or you can stop holding on to things that you're not supposed to hold on to. You can let everything go. You can. Never give up. You can't stop believing in yourself and believing that you can get to your goal or you can achieve something that might be impossible. Because if you believe that you can, anything is possible. And why not today? Because being indecisive and taking forever to make up your mind about something isn't going to help you with anything. I talk about it all the time. I struggle with indecisiveness and I struggle with getting things done. And that's not a good thing. But I'm moving toward growing and aspiring to be better. So that's all I can do. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Don't forget your star wherever you are. I think we can change the world if we believe it. But let's move on from the fact that you're a star wherever you are to some of that stats and, uh, you know, what's going on in the world. And let's move on to no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So... Outside of the fact that President Trump's being indicted and New York is out of their minds and the country is attacking somebody that is on the opposing party because they don't like the fact that he convinced millions of people to vote for him. There's some other things going on. Election interference is what he said on Truth Truth, and he was completely correct. And they're interfering with the 2024 election. Because they interfered with the last one before that. The Russia collusion where they lied about his dealings with Russia to try to make it so Hillary would win. They're going down a very dark path here to try to contain power and be autocratic. And I'm just, I don't know. I do think that we have to call this out for what it is. And we can't be apologetic doing that. 
So this is election interference. And I don't think any American outside of the far left lunatic liberal Democrats that live in the state that I live in and a bunch of other states close nearby me that are far leftists are going to pay attention to any of this. This is just a distraction technique so they could lie about Biden's dealings. Biden had documents in a car in his garage and he's doing a lot of things that are not okay. The hypocrisy between the White House and reality is insane and the media doesn't exist and nobody's doing their actual job. So there's that. And guess what? You can interfere with elections all you want and you can try to badmouth the opposing side all you want and you can even use the Department of Justice and the FBI and the CIA or any other federal industry and you can try to attack people in America for trying to live a good life and give them all these ridiculous taxes and and charge me and my millennial brothers and sisters surrounding me for social security that we're not going to fucking get why are you charging me that out of my paycheck right it's going to expire in 2033 or something i'm never going to get social security whenever i retire so why are you charging me for it why is that something that the federal government thinks that i need to pay for again all the taxes i pay for i don't understand what it's going for like i understand a car tax i can see that because i have a car and It's something where I can understand a tax. I even understand property tax. I understand some of the taxes. But the Social Security, why? Why are you charging me for that? You see, they got rid of pensions. Seriously, you need to figure out retirement on your own. Get an IRA. Get get somebody you can trust and save your own money and be smart. Because at some point, you're going to get old one day and you want to retire and you want to have a good retirement. Not a bad one, but a good one. Just saying. Outside of that, Outside of the election interference between the Democratic, far-left, lunatic, progressive, they're never satisfied party against Donald Trump and any Republican, any conservative, any Christian, anybody that believes in God, they're against you. The next part of my conversation is relating to Christianity. I have been following in the Catholic faith And I took part in an RCIA program at St. Peter Cathedral. And I am becoming a part of that parish. And I'm so proud of myself for believing in God and trusting in him and feeling the need and necessity for me to get closer to God in a different way. And I'm glad I followed my heart. I'm glad I followed my soul. And I'm glad I followed his lead because it led me to something that's far greater than what I could have ever imagined. I'm surrounded by other people that believe in the same thing I do, him. I bow down to him because he is the king of all kings, and I love him. I would not be where I am without Jesus, and I can honestly say that and mean it with all of who I am. So the reason I think I became full-fledged Republican or conservative is because of my love for God. Now, I was already involved in a church before the church I'm in now, and, and they were okay, but this is different in so many ways. My faith with God is related to my faith in America because at your lowest point, at the darkest point you could ever be in, he is still there. And in America, 
we have to believe that this country was created with the idea that we could all do great things and we could fight and we could prosper and we could achieve freedom and we could have all of that together. When we fight together, we can beat them. We're not alone. We have each other. And we need to say that more to one another. I have your back, man. We need to be able to have these very diverse conversations and we need to be able to accept people regardless of the color of their skin, regardless of where they grew up, regardless of how much money they make or what car they drive. Granted, those things might be important, but are they really important if we're in a war? Like there's a war against the middle class. There's a war against people that have money. There's a war against people that are working hard and nobody wants to confront that. But I will because I feel like confrontation is a necessity when it comes to your livelihood. I don't know about you, but I work very hard at my job. I work very hard with my community, and I work very hard to strive and be somebody and something different from everything else. And I want to be that person. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that I have faith in America. Do you? I am the voice of the middle America. I am the voice of the middle America. Sure. I'm living pretty decent, right? I can buy whatever I want. I can go wherever I want. I can afford my car payment. I can afford my bills. I pay them every month. I'm not like dying. Like I don't owe a million billion dollars. Like I'm, I'm living a very decent life, right? I am. But I work hard for everything that I have. I get up every day, basically every day, and I go to work, right? No one gives me anything. No one hands me buckets of funds like they do for a lot of these people that don't have jobs and stuff and says, here, here you go. Here's a free phone. Here's a free this. Here's a free that. Here's all these free things, right? When you don't have money and you're spending money on an account at a bank and there aren't any funds there, you're going to go negative. And that's what's happening here that honestly I feel like Ask somebody that's just living, working at a job, has a salary, right, has to work for their salary at their job. I just don't get to go somewhere, sit and stare at a wall like that's not my career. I think it's important that somebody speaks up for us. The class that keeps getting overtaxed and treated like shit, like we're the problem. Or once you hit like a one percent area then you have to hear people talk about you or if you move to a certain town or a certain area your house is a certain size or you have a foreign vehicle and you don't have like a honda or something or if you separate yourself from others because you have a certain look and they don't they want to criticize you because they're saying you're not thinking about the other people well no one's thinking about us okay for those of us who make i don't know I'm going to go 50 to $100,000 in either a combined salary with a couple that's married or even solo, 50 to 100K. And is it even 100K in the top 1% or is that just middle? I don't even know anymore. 
any numbers like that, like, what are we doing to help the middle class? Are we making it easier so taxes aren't as expensive? What are we doing to help them with inflation and the gas prices and the grocery prices and the cost of food and the cost of clothes and the cost of everything? What is happening to help us? For instance, I need to go buy clothes right now and I don't know what to do because I did. I am attempting to figure out how to revamp my wardrobe and I don't even know where to start. I'm not saying that I can't afford to do it, but I don't even know where to start. I legitimately don't know where to start. Like, how do I do this? And I've been talking about this on the podcast forever. But there's that. They hate America. And because we love it. And not only do they hate America, but they hate God because we love God. They hate the idea of Christianity or conservative values or the idea of what a family structure is. And they want to rip that apart. The moment you're married and you're in an actual relationship, people want to have something to say about you. But I value my marriage to my husband. My husband is my best friend. We were together a long time before we got married. We've been married. It's going to be 11 years on April 13th. And my God, I'm so proud of us, even though that we don't have kids right now and we're still working on it. There's so many things that we've gotten to experience together and we've really done everything the correct way. Sure. Do I wish things were better and we were millionaires? Yes. Will we be millionaires one day? Likely. Relationships with God and family and and having a significant other is very important and everything has to be based in God. That is the only way things are going to flourish and be okay. And I know people don't want to talk about religion. I know people have their own feelings and they want to say whatever they want. But if you don't have a foundation and you don't have something to hold you up and keep keep you cognizant and realistic in the in the real of where, what we're doing, you're going to get lost. And if you're lost, you're not going to be able to see anything around you. And you should be scared of that. So I dare you, don't let politicians and an elected party take you away from believing in something, especially yourself. Love yourself because nobody else will if you don't. Moving into the next part of our conversation, spilling some tea on this Wednesday. Are you a social drinker? What's your wine? I like like Cabernet. I like white wines. I will drink a red wine too. I like a variety of wines. I'm not really that picky. I like a variety of things. Um, am I a social drinker? 100%. I don't really like drinking by myself. I feel like that's lonely and sad. I don't understand it. And I'm not really into it. It's not really my thing. Like... Obviously, I started drinking at a decent age, and but I was really never really into liquor, like where I want to get drunk, because like I don't really see that as like a good thing, honestly. Um, but I do like the social drink. I like um, Long Island iced teas. I like um, fruity drinks. I like old fashions. I like 
a mixture of different things. Again, like I said, I like white wine. I like, I even like trying different flavors of beers. I like IPAs. I like going to like, um, Honestly, I don't think drinking by yourself is safe. And I think that, uh, you know, having a variety of, of mixtures that you like, like I like Amstel and um, I do like um, Bacardi's okay. I like I like mixed drinks. I don't like just drinks by themselves. I have drank um, a variety of different things, but I like like margaritas and things like that that have different things in them. Um, I do like vodka tonics too. Those are okay, but I'm a social drinker. So if I'm at, if I'm at an event or a party, I'll drink and I'll, I'll follow suit with others, but I don't want to get drunk. I don't want to get wasted and I don't want to feel like I don't know where I am. So I like being able to control how I'm drinking. Um, but I like drinking things that are light, nothing too like serious and nothing where I'm going to feel like not good or I'm going to feel lousy. I don't know. I do think that being a social drinker is better than being a solo drinker. And what's your wine? Like I said, I like white wines, but I'll drink red wine too. I don't have a favorite. Um, you know whose wine tastes pretty okay? You know Snooki from um, that MTV show? I can't even remember the name of it. Um... She's got a wine that's pretty okay. I think that I want to try ordering wine from a website and getting it delivered to my house and, and trying out different flavors and see which ones I like the most. I think I'm really going to try that out because I don't really like going to the liquor store. That's not really my thing. So I think I might do a wine membership. I think I might try that. Moving into the main topic, kitchen tables. How do you switch out your kitchen table? If you're moving, do you just bring the kitchen table you just had to the next place you're moving to? Or do you throw it in the garbage? Like, how do you decide a kitchen table is worth keeping? I don't know if I'm the correct person to ask that to. I, like, I have to, like, look at something and then get the vibe to see, like, what I want to put in it. I don't know where we're moving next, but hopefully we move soon. And hopefully it's a decent amount of space. And hopefully we get to keep the stuff that we have. I like our kitchen table, but I don't know. It's kind of big. Maybe we want something smaller. Are we going to have a dining room or are we not going to have a dining room? I think it's important to know like what room you're going to put it into. I feel like that's essential. I think that. You have to pick out a kitchen table you like and you have to pick out chairs. Are you going for like the new vibe or are you going for like rustic wood? I'm kind of over wood. I kind of like if we're moving somewhere new, I kind of want to get rid of the table we have and just start again. But I'm grateful for the table. I don't know if we can give it to someone else. Maybe we will. 
I kind of want to do like white themes, something light and simple. Anyways. I do think that you have to be careful with your your tables and where you're putting things and how big things are and you have to have the correct people to move it in and you have to have an idea of the size of what you want and especially the chairs with the table. I feel like everything needs to match, especially for like a dining room area. You want to have comfortable, but you also want to have fashionable too. I'm just going to say that. Hardwood or rugs. Personally, I say hardwood, but maybe rugs in a bedroom. But I'm definitely going to say I don't know. I feel like I personally like hardwood floors. I don't like all that goes into rugs, but maybe rugs in like certain rooms, like in a family room, I could see a rug and bedrooms maybe, but not like in like the living room or like the living area or the kitchen. None of that. I say less rugs, more hardwood. That's my personal opinion. Um, I'm just going to say that. Dogs get a short bone i don't think it's fair that dogs don't get to live a longer life i think that in some cases dogs are better than people and i wish that dogs life was similar to people's lives but it isn't so i think if you're lucky enough to come across a little pet friend that has an amazing life you got to enjoy every day that you can with them and and really just love them in any way possible because their lives are short and it is unfortunate and it is sad and it is painful and it is upsetting. But they're here for a reason and we have to appreciate them and love them and treat them like they're our little puppy family members. And that's what we try to do with Benny. We really try to make him feel like he is the center of attention and he is basically the center of our lives. And I love the little guy and I hope he knows that I love him. laughing at stupid people because you can't take stupid people serious you know when people say something that sounds really idiotic and you're questioning like oh god what's gonna happen next you can't get like frustrated with people thinking like i wish this person was doing that or i wish this person was doing this or i this i that you can't like feel like you're not going to be successful if you're falling victim to stupid people's nonsense. There's a lot of people that are stupid and you can't fall into the trap of agreeing with it. Sometimes you have to distance yourself away from people to have your own context and your own thoughts and your own opinions. And you can't just follow suit with stupid people. Like if people are going to jump off a bridge. I'm not following them to do that. Like the, the idea of protesting and for fighting for something like you really have to take that into consideration. What, are you fighting for like what like I like there has to be a purpose to these things often people say things that don't make any sense because they are idiot they're idiots and they're idiotic and they don't know what they're saying and they're not taking what they're doing 
or how they're living seriously. And so you need to question that. I would question it. And I think you should too. I think you should be in a situation where you're not just allowing people to just do whatever they want. Seriously. Country, Christian, and Christmas. My favorite kinds of music. I'm not going back to rap. I think it sounds like crap. And I'm I'm just not really into music that wants to insult women and talk about sex and and drugs and things like that because I don't want that to be a part of my life. I want to tune into better things and it all sounds the same. And I used to be in a G Easy and a bunch of other rappers too, but honestly it just all sounds the same. Like are we still in like nineteen ninety seven in New York, like Alicia Keys, like what year is it? Everything sounds like it's the same thing and I'm over it. Even all of Drake, he just continues to get worse. And I know people will be like, he sounds great, but does he really sound great? No, he doesn't. Like, stop. Like, it's not helping anybody. It's not inciting like understanding and belief in oneself and growth and betterment. It's inciting stupidity and ignorance and just dumb ideas and thoughts. And women aren't like a purchase at a store talking about a woman's body you want to have sex with them you want to do all these things it's kind of inappropriate and like I know we want to listen to this music I'm not going to because it's not doing anything to make my life better and 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 I don't want to listen to stuff like that like I have have no reason to hear that Honestly, I'm sticking with my three favorite C musics and that's it. Pool dreaming. Oh my God. Can it be hot already? I'm over the cold and I know I talk about the weather way too much on the podcast, but like it's hot, it's cold, it's nice, blah, blah. Can it just be decent weather so I don't have to feel like this? I want the good weather. I'm over the layers. I'm, I'm tired of putting the heat on in the car. I want the nice breeze and I just want to be comfortable, okay? That's all I'm looking for. Moving on from the main part of the topic to Star Watch Talk. Tetris. That's something new on Apple I want to try. Still haven't started Ted Lasso. I need to. Sharper. Coda. The Big Door Prize, that's on Apple II, and Liaison and Bad Batch. Maybe Bad Batch? Oh, Bad Batch is on Disney+, and Mandalorian, we definitely need to get all caught up with that. I don't think I want to watch Avatar 2. It kind of looks whack, and honestly, the first one was enough. And why did it wait so many years to come out with another one? And what's the storyline? I'm not, like, those blue people are not appealing. Like, I'm not feeling them. The Pale Door, that's on Shutter. That looks pretty creeper. And Anything for Jackson, that looks pretty scary too. Those are definitely things that I want to watch. And I think maybe I'd really like them. Moving into the next part of the conversation, which is Star, 20 minute boiling yays. And I saw the recipe from an amazing chef. That's from Food Network. And she kind of made it kind of quickly. And um, 
honestly, you make the sauce and you dump the pasta into it and you cook the pasta in the sauce. And I think from now on, I want to do that with like pastas because it's so simple. And there's so many different variations of pasta that you can use. Typically, I'm going to go for the carb-free variation of it or just make my own with my spiralizer and my food aid attachment. But if you're going to buy like the vegan or carb-free variation of them, they exist. They're there. Um, shrimp and corn soup. So obviously you want to do shrimp. Obviously you want to do corn. Obviously, uh, maybe I'd add in some of that cauliflower rice. Obviously, um, maybe jalapenos. Maybe we'll do something Mexican with this. You want to put in some like tomatoes or some pico or some salsa uh, mixed back together. Then, you know, make sure the flavor is the way you want it. Then make sure you pour in like broth and you, you're constantly mixing this in. And you could actually cook the shrimp with the soup. So like everything is like flavorful together. And then obviously if you want to pour cheese on top of that or add some sort of cheese in that, you'll definitely get the flavor from it. Baked hot honey chicken. So the other day I started talking about hot honey chicken. It was just on my mind. You, and it's so delicious. So you're going to want to create your own hot honey sauce. So you're going to get honey, hot sauce, and like buffalo sauce. Mix that together in a bowl, right? Then you're going to take your chicken and you're going to want to marinate your chicken in like paprika, right? I would marinate that for like 24 hours. Then you're going to take the chicken. You are going to make yourself a... Like a crunchy topping. So I recommend that you do like corn flakes or frosted flakes or something that's got like a, a really crunchy texture. You're going to want to like bathe the um, chicken after you marinate it 24 hours in the hot honey sauce. Really like rub it on, pour it all over it. Then you can pour over the corn flakes or the frosted flakes. You can put that in the oven or you can air fry that anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes. You want to make sure it's sticky and icky. I recommend you dip this in blue cheese or ranch, or you can make your own blue cheese, or you can make your own ranch. Bomb. You can have this any day of the week. Does not take long to make. I'd say about anywhere from 25 minutes to 30 minutes. You want to make sure you got all those flavors. But this is going to take time for you to marinate that chicken so it's hot. Be aware of that. Jalapeno chicken. And I know you're like, we just talked about hot honey chicken, but jalapeno chicken is different. How do you make jalapeno chicken? So you're going to get the chicken from the can. You're going to get diced up jalapenos. You're going to get mayo. You're going to get. I'd say not mint like like parsley. You're going to mix that all together and then you're going to put that in the fridge and let it set. You can even add honey mustard into that and spicy mustard, too, just for the extra flavor. Put that in the fridge. Let that set. You can mix that with pasta and make like chicken pasta salad or you can just dip that with chips or you can make your cheese chips that have no carbs in it and dip it with that. There's so many options, so many variations for you to eat this in and they're all kind of simple and easy. Seriously. Sausage tortellini soup is similar to the Italian, to the uh, lasagna soup. You do spicy Italian sausages. You get tortellini shells. You get chicken, 
chicken stock, you get uh, heavy cream, mix it all together, dump out some diced tomatoes, boom. Maybe add some peppers into it too, mix it together. There you go. You just made sausage tortellini soup, Parmesan mushrooms. So you take the mushrooms and you basically marinate them with Parmesan sauce and cheese, put them in the oven for about 10 to 15 minutes. doesn't take too long to cook. That, my friends, is the end of this Hump Day podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Born to be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget you're a star wherever you are. Bye.